Hey everyone, welcome to Candid Conversations with Michael and Andrea. Um, we're starting this podcast because Mike and I have tons of random, very passionate conversations. Uh, we don't always agree. No. Sometimes we do. Um, but we love to talk about it, debate, learn from one another. Um, sometimes, you know, he'll come a few days later and recognize that what I was saying was, you know, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That does happen. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And then um, sometimes, let me turn down the lights. Um, and then sometimes I wind up realizing something that you had told me. Yeah, but not a couple of days later, more like six months. Yes. Or I'll mention to you, like, my <laughs> mind may have changed a while before, and he just doesn't know about it until he hears me, like, speak somewhere. Pretty and he's much. like, hey, yeah. she got that for me. <laughs> <laughs> but we have those types of conversations all the time. Um, a lot of people who are close to us, people who've gone to uh, one of our Jesus House meetings, it's a ministry that we both co-lead, um, they've had the privilege of uh, watching us have these very passionate conversations. It does make some people uncomfortable, though. Yeah. Um, some people don't know how to have debate without getting angry with one another. Um, they'll get angry for disagreeing. So Mike and I decided to have these conversations openly and candidly so that you can witness it and we're going to talk about all sorts of random things so i thought that on this first episode what we would do is maybe talk about some of the things that we would discuss some of the topics that we mm. tend to to um you know have these conversations over so just for full transparency this is a very candid conversation right now because we have not prepared at all so we both just sat down and i'm opening up this podcast this way and we're we're chatting we're having a candid conversation yes so what are some of the topics mm. that you want to discuss because i know there's some things you always talk about discussing or doing a video on or teaching on um i may not necessarily be as passionate but what are the things that you would want to cover in this podcast well i i think um the last time you and i sat down like this and went over a certain topic was uh regarding humanity right nature um, of humanity nature of humanity and that was fun it was more of a bible study type atmosphere um so it was a little bit more controlled I think I do better in those circumstances. When I give you something to talk to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I have something specific, <laughs> you know, where I can kind of, that's how my brain works. But um, random, you know, random things, um, conversations are definitely things that we do a lot, mm -hmm. but they just kind of pop into our head. We right. get off on a tangent and, you know, that's what happens. Um, as far as specific topics go, um, Oh boy, that's a that's a good one. Um, I think the things that are affecting the church right now are the things that I think would be fun to like. discuss. Um, I think like um, your your view of what the future looks like. 
Okay. Okay. Like my personal view or like listeners' views or the world's views? uh, Yeah, when I say your view, I don't mean your view. I mean, um, I kind of like your view, actually. But (laughs) no, I mean like the church's view. Okay. So when I say your view, I mean like the average Christian's view of the future. Okay. Okay, whether it's their personal future, the church's future, or the whole world's future. Okay. Um, I think that's a fun topic to talk about. It's a touchy topic because my parents will probably watch this, don't agree with me on this. Right. So, you know, that's a fun topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honor them and, you know, they're incredible. And we can talk about that too. Yes. Like it'll be part yes. of the conversation. They're incredible teachers themselves mm-hmm. and, you know, and have studied the scripture their whole life. So I honor what they think and, and what they've taught me, but um, we have definitely diverged on that issue. Right. Um, so I am used to um, seeing things different um you and i don't agree on everything but seeing the ability to have a conversation to talk about our differences um to understand that uh agreement isn't necessary right um i think about that verse in the scripture um, that says how can two walk together unless they're in agreement Mm -hmm. um if you look at that from the western christian standard christian point of view um, I wouldn't even say Christian, just a Western way of thinking, English way of thinking, you would look at that verse and say, the question is being asked, like it more of a statement, mm-hmm. like they can't walk together right. unless they're in agreement. We're assuming what the answer is. Yes. And the uh, to me, if you look at it from a Hebraic point of view, uh, the Jewish people, Jewish people, I, I, I won't try to avoid the word Jews, uh, the Jewish people, um, they love to ask questions. And so oftentimes scripture was written in a way that, and I believe that particular verse was written in a way to draw out the big question, which was what is it gonna take for us to be able to walk to greet together, mm-hmm. even if we're not in an agreement? Okay, so you're saying it's more of, instead of us assuming that the answer is they can't walk together, you're saying it's the question of how do we live in a way where we can walk with someone we don't agree with? That is correct. And I actually think that's I'm, my argument is that's a more contextual scriptural point of view. Mm-hmm. That's just not an opinion that I want to add. I, I believe that contextually that is the question that's being asked. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is it going to take for for leaders, churches, different types of churches uh, to be able to walk together. And I think one of the big um, things that that you have to get over really quickly is tying in your salvation um, into your your pet beliefs. Okay? okay. So, for example, if you believe a certain thing about the future, or you believe a certain thing about God, or you believe a certain thing about humanity, if someone comes along and has a different view, yes, Christians get so upset that someone sees it differently, mainly because their very uh, their their salvation is tied to that way of thinking, right? And they can't handle being around someone who thinks differently because it it shakes their faith. Yeah, so it kind of puts their salvation into question. In a way, yeah, because they elevate 
um, their the the specific things that they believe, and they're like, if I if I'm willing to give there and say, okay, maybe I made a mistake there. How many other things have I messed up? And did Jesus really die on the cross? You know, people so, go crazy once you start messing with certain things right. that they hold it as as orthodox right well and that so that would be a great conversation to have one day of what are the things that lead to salvation because the reality is that most if not all christian denominations including some that some would consider a cult believe that jesus died resurrected and ascended it's kind of the common belief amongst all Christians. Yes. And in the scriptures, including believing, us, by the way. Yeah. In the <laughs> scriptures, so <laughs> in the scriptures, that is the belief that leads to salvation. Right. Right. That ushers in salvation. Right. All other things don't impact salvation. And I could be wrong right now because we're, impromptu so i'd have to look at it but that's a great conversation to have yeah they um depending on your view of what salvation is right they could impact your salvation but not directly right you don't suddenly lose jesus over a lot right the the key factor is jesus and jesus really becomes the uniting factor when it comes to denominations. And I feel like sometimes we get so carried away in the differences Mm -hmm. that we forget that we are all brothers and sisters in and through Jesus, which is why you and I can have a conversation, be married, be in a marriage relationship, which is the closest relationship there is and not agree because it's not about agreement, it's about understanding. And our faith is not impacted because we may not agree with each other. As a matter of fact, our discussions, being open to understanding one another has led us to deeper revelation. Right, it's about honor. Mm-hmm. It's about understanding one another. Agreement cannot be the goal. Right. If the agreement's the goal, we're gonna walk in a constant state of conflict. Right because there's always going to be things that we are in disagreement with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe as a husband and wife, there's going to be a lot less things, hopefully. Right. Um, but from, from church to church, ministry leader to ministry leader, there are always going to be things that they are not going to see the same way. Right. And also recognizing that like what you have taught many times, it, it's sometimes like looking into a diamond, multiple points of view, showing different parts and aspects of mm-hmm. God. Um, even in the, in the Hebraic world, there were levels of revelation mm-hmm. okay excuse me where um you know there was there were things that are true and then there are deeper revelations spiritual revelations that are also true mm-hmm. and most of the time um it's and or mm-hmm. but it, it or and and mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. instead of um it, it's either this or that right It becomes it's this and that and how does that work together? Right. But what happens is that leads to a lot of ambiguity and people, um, generally speaking, it's easier for people to be told this or that versus this and that because 
depending on our view of what this is and that is, it may seem conflicting or they may conflict in some way. So putting them together leaves some gray area mm -hmm. and humans generally struggle with gray because it's harder. Gray is harder. Black and right. white becomes easier. But within the context of our relationship with God, there will always be gray. Mm -hmm. um, any relationship, there's always going to be gray. And it requires something from both parties. Um, it requires conversation. It requires understanding. It requires intimacy. And there's a lot of gray. You know, you ever thought about why we don't like dealing with the gray? And it's not because, because we're a bunch of know-it-alls either. No, it's because to me anyway, dealing with the gray leaves us in this place where we could get it wrong. Yes, that's a good, that is good. And I think that's a big deal. No one wants to be wrong, mm -hmm. right? Um, but I, but culturally, worldwide, you know, um, in in this Western part of the world, we're, we, all of our church denominations that exist here in America come out of the Greek world. And so the Greco-Roman world, what was so unique and interesting about it, and it allowed us to advance quickly especially here in america with this way western way of thinking is everything has to be defined everything has mm -hmm. to be narrowed down everything has to be pulled apart studied and defined and then you know put together in a nice little box that way of thinking um, it has allowed us to do incredible advances in medicine that we right. would have never done. In, in and all the sciences. Technology, mm -hmm. you know, incredible advances in all kinds of different areas. However, in scripture, it also has allowed us to advance in a way, um, but it's also held us way back because scripture was never built to be treated that way. It was not science. Yes. And so, yes, in a sense, no, it was literary. It was, it was the story of God's family. Um, so that's, that's another topic we'll talk right. about. What yeah. is scripture, right? right? Um, but what I'm trying to say is the Hebraic way of looking at things was they, there was a story and we needed to be able to trust the story. And within the story was revelation and multiple understandings that could be pulled out right. of the story. So let me give an, a, a practical example so people understand what you're trying to get at. Okay. So, and this is really tea, by the way. We know that your cup of tea. Mm -hmm. um, so most people know the story as um, that's told as the prodigal son, the story of the prodigal son, mm -hmm. right? And because publishers have named that the story, we often focus on the prodigal son, mm -hmm. but the story also reveals something about the father. Right. It reveals something about the older brother. Mm -hmm. It reveals something about the ways of the world. It reveals something about what happens when a lost son or daughter comes home. Right. Right. Like how heaven perceives it, how God perceives it. So in that one story, there's a multitude of lessons. Right. Um, and and it's not just one lesson. Right. It's multiple lessons that yeah, are being we, taught. We've defined it as the prodigal son, but even in that de definition, um, 
I actually don't like that definition. Mm -hmm. I like prodigal father. Um, well, he's not a prodigal fa father, but the father of the prodigal son, I think mm -hmm. way more can be extrapolated with the way the father handled that. Well, because what the that's, son did. when I read scripture and I talk about this a lot, when I read scripture, my big question to everything I read is what is this telling me about God, about who God is? Mm -hmm. So when you read that story and you're looking at the figure of you, you think the main character is the son. And yeah. yes, it's like a, a co-main character, yeah. but it's the father and the father's heart and what the father wants to do. Yeah. And in that you learn how the father deals with a child who wants to go his own way. He does not control the child. He does not deny the child. He actually winds up giving the child what's, what is his birthright. Yeah, I haven't studied that that uh, particular story in a while. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll have to go back and look at it now that we're talking about so, it. But so the brother is also fascinating. I remember that. Yeah, and then the whole it. celebration at the end and how the father brings him in and what happens to him while he's away. Um, so I want to cap this at 30 minutes today. Okay. Um, but as you guys can see, Mike always goes like full blown teaching, right? Like, he, he gets something and he starts diving into it. So those are the things that like you wanna talk about. And within that, there's many topics. So a day in the life of me and Mike is both of us work from home. Um, we're actually filming in my office right now. Um, it's in an open area in our home and Mike has his office just on the other side of the kitchen. So on a given day, if I'm studying the Bible or I'm reading or I hear something or whatnot, I'll walk over to Mike's office. <laughs> I'll go say one thing and then a whole conversation ensues and we kind of have our, our back and forth and it's happened a lot of times. And I really think there's value in people seeing how we do it. And, um, some of the things that I want to cover in the podcast, and I've asked, um, some of the people who, would love for us to do something like this is really around our relationship oh but not really yeah. our relationship it's not about sharing like mike and andrea's relationship yeah, i've got a list <laughs> but kind of like uh, um how would we approach a relationship okay. maybe one day we can share about how we started because some people love the backstory you know mm. understand how it all started um so I think that's a lot of a lot of what people have been asking of the both of us has to do with relationships, you know, yeah. how to deal with how to how to be single, yeah. how to find someone, how to work through a relationship before you decide to get married, yeah. um, how to how to work through engagement, the whole marriage process, how long is too long, how short is too short. Yeah. Um, some of the things to consider that are super important. Um, and obviously within the context of relationship, I think you and I agree on a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, Mike and I have had very negative relationship experiences in the past that led us to have the successful marriage that we have now. Yes, so definitely. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of we're extremely blessed. We have an amazing relationship. I could count on both hands, maybe just one, how many times we've had a full blown fight. Yeah, I don't remember any. Sorry. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, we just talked about one earlier. And 
Um, forgot. <laughs> some people would say that um, it's impossible for a couple to not fight. Um, and I will say that I used to think the same thing, if I'm being honest. I used to think that a happy marriage would be a passionate marriage and passionate marriages had fights. What are you saying? Our marriage isn't passionate? No, I'm saying that's what <laughs> that's what I used to think. And that's how people um alicia needs to come in this is real i told you very candid and that's how people view and that's how people view marriage like it's almost like there's a justification for the fights that are happening right yeah but one of the things that i've learned since i met you um is that if I was being honest with myself, the times that we did fight and I did get upset, again, very few, mostly in the beginning of our marriage, mm -hmm. I would say that it's because my ego was getting in the way. Probably mine too. I got a big one. Right. And we were concerned about being right or we were allowing past relationships to come in, which again, it's a self-protective mechanism and it's about the self. So a lot of arguments, I believe, if we're being really honest about why they're happening, it's because we are concerned about self. So again, the goal is never about agreement. It's about understanding. You care about the person, they may be upset, and you want to understand why they're upset so that you can help them and empower them to get to a better place. Yeah, if you have no honor or respect uh, for your spouse, um, your marriage is over um, before yeah. it even begins. And you will fight ugly. Um, you will treat each other terribly. And um, when you do really have something you both needed to discuss, uh, because neither of you have any respect or honor for one another, it's not going to go well. Right. Okay. Um, so that needs to be at the forefront. That's something we both learned in our mm -hmm. previous relationships that we, I mean, I had to make adjustments there. You had to make adjustments there. We both realized if this marriage is going to make it, you know, we have to have honor, respect for one another. And I think before we were married, mm -hmm when we were even dating we already had set that up like, yeah i think we, we had already saw that discussed that and so we had moved that to the forefront right again same thing and we we kind of then transitioned it into theology but we were living it out in our relationship right. first um and so we it's very easy to apply it to all types of things i mean because political views mimics, everything it mimics so our relationship as a married couple should mimic our relationship with God. Yeah. And when you look at it that way, the way you approach your spouse changes 100%. Because it would be if this was God in front of you. Yeah. How would you talk to him? Yeah. Like, think about that. Yeah, that's intense. I know that's intense. But it's one day, I think it was one of our first arguments, we had a Jesus house meeting, like, right in the midst of it and I was like annoyed the whole me not the whole meeting because right before the meeting I was getting ready for worship and I felt Holy Spirit talk to me and say get over yourself Andrea and it was like you started I off that. I did not say it that. was it was like and then I realized 
I'm smarter when, than that. When we started discussing what we did and then it escalated because we were not agreeing. That's right. what happened. We were not agreeing. I started off the conversation in an appropriate way where I was trying to figure it out. But then what happened was I began to get defensive. Yeah, I don't know. And then it became about me being right. Yeah, I, I'm trusting you. I don't remember this. I remember all. it. I mean, 100%. Because it was well, like, okay. I was upset. I remember the night, but I don't remember what it was about. I have nothing. I remember what it was about. You do? Okay. I will let you know later because I got nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah, it involves a whole other ministry. So I don't even want to get yeah, into it. Yeah, well, short term memory is helpful also in memory. <laughs> Especially for men. Um, so. Those are, I want to, I want to, I do want to have podcast episodes where we talk about <clears throat> different topics, dynamics of relationships, Yes. not just marriage relationships, but I think also friendship relationships. Oh yeah. Friendships, business relationships, um, you know, raising children, children. Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, you know, we've learned some things from oh, yeah. Danny Silk and over the last few years, and we've completely changed our parenting styles. We we've trialed and tested certain yeah. things, some things it's like you have to, to tweak. Yeah, you have to tweak it a little bit. Yeah, but we've learned some things and I think we're at a place where I'm comfortable enough to share it to say it's successful. Yeah, I, I would say I would say it's it's been successful. Um I, I would stop short of we've arrived. Um, Listen, anyone, <laughs> you know how I feel about this. Anyone who says they've arrived on anything, yeah. I would question. I'm most confident about our, your and I's relationship and how well we've been able to put that together. Mm -hmm. Very proud of that, actually. I'm not even going to lie. Um, but there's other areas, obviously, we still have a lot to work on and we'll continue to right. grow and even in our relationship we'll continue to grow if you got things let me know but um <laughs> <laughs> listen life happens and sometimes what comes like what affects a couple isn't like isn't something that would be between you and me because there are times where like the last argument we were talking about before um what was happening wasn't something between you and I, it was something from the outside. It was a person from the outside of you and I that was impacting you and I. Oh, okay. And yeah, one I of the things remember. you used to tell me uh, was always when, when something like that would start to happen is, this is about you and I, we can't bring other people into our relationship and allow other people to cause us to have an argument. They don't know that they're causing an argument yeah. but something is causing them to come in between our relationship so i really want to offer that um that those kinds of tips yes. and things that i've learned because i am too very proud of our marriage relationship it's a complete like 180 uh, from the experience i had yeah definitely previously again we had a little bit of a learning experience before so we came into it we learned what was bad and then we tried to figure out okay if that was bad and was not working what is good and really i think that you and i like giving our lives to jesus where he became our lord and we were seeking him 
and we were seeking answers from him was the key yeah because it wasn't us trying to figure out how to be a great couple it was us seeking god and in our seeking god we learned how to better relate to each other because again it's a relationship that mimics our relationship with god like my relationship with you should mimic or my relationship with god should mimic my relationship with you mm. not not so, that you're god wait, so i'm god <laughs> no <laughs> not that you're god but like the attributes the way i handle things oh boy so if i were yeah. to talk about let's say prayer yeah right I'm not going to schedule 20 minutes with you in the morning, talk at you for 20 minutes and say, thank you, Mike, so much for everything that you've given me, blah, blah, blah. You're so great. You're so wonderful. I, you know, like with God, we say, I praise you. I worship you. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Oh, by the way, I need you to run to the grocery store and get this. I need you to go take the kids to do this. Remember that we have to go to the doctor and with God, it's God, I need you to do this for me. I need you to do that for me. Okay. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I got to go to work. Right. And then we never talk again until next Sunday. Right. Or like in the morning. Well, and you got yeah. those 20 minutes. Well, assuming that. But I never let you talk either. Oh, no, I'm not a part of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's those, I'm using that as an example of how our relationship, how it's supposed, like, it's a reflection. I would, if I was God, I would, again, I'm applying my human tendencies to God mm -hmm. here, which is probably a mistake. But if I was God, I would feel used. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, oh, you, you need me. You need me. You pray to me. You now feel better because you fulfilled a quota. Right. You don't even really believe in me because if you really believed in me, you wouldn't pray like that. Right. And then if you, but you pray, you believed in me enough to pray. So you prayed, you got your conscience satisfied and then you rolled on with your life it's like a ritual it becomes a ritual right, right? and and god is not yeah, a that's, ritual to that's be where had. i get into arguments with people about um what really is the secret place i think that's a conversation right. we'll end up having um that's you know, a great conversation what 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 is is there really secular and then spiritual is you know is your job secular and then, you know, you're only really spiritual if you happen to work for a well, church. Well, since, since this um, is centered around relationships. Because I see this very differently than most people. Since this is centered around the relationship, like this podcast will get spicy because we're not going to filter. This is candid conversation. Yeah, we don't care. Right? So in, in that regard, what you're saying, sex, okay. even with a married couple, right. is it dirty? Is it not dirty? Like, let's be real, right? If, I just had a bunch of jokes. If our whole, if our whole life is, I got nothing. if our whole life is surrendered to the Lord. This is her segment. I'm moving no, on. But, <laughs> but this is real. This is what you guys want. If your whole life is surrendered to the Lord, okay. right? Everything we do is to be done unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. Okay. We read these verses. Okay. okay. Yeah. Pray without ceasing. Da -da -da. Stop <laughs> Your, your, your no, segment. guys, but, but jokes this is real life, yes, real okay. raw and authentic. Right. Get together. No, that's fine. It is funny and it's awkward. We understand it's awkward. Yeah. But like, if is it dirty? Like, if God is with us and we're in union with Christ, yeah. Does He leave when we have sex? When he, no. When does he, he walk away? No, no I, just on that subject, because I'm. I got to be very careful because my brain's going crazy. <laughs> um. 
is it dirty? Um, maybe, but um, is it really, I think what you're saying is, is it wrong or sinful or is it? No, I mean, is, is it dirty? Cause people see like sin is dirty, righteousness is clean. Yeah. So is sex dirty meaning? No, it's it, what God's you say it is. There. It's what you've said many times and I've heard other um, respected scholars say it as well. Um, wow, I just threw you in the list with respected <laughs> scholars. Thank um, you. Sex is not dirty, it's sacred. Yes. It has a very real effect on our spirit, on our soul, and on our bodies. And that's a great podcast episode too, to talk yeah. about sex and how what we're t what we've been teaching our kids like when I was young, when you were young, the generations before us, and even now, what Christians teach their kids about sex being dirty, where where it's a disservice to our children, because then they find out, hey, it's not so dirty, and I actually like it. Right, What's right. wrong with yep. it? But when we teach them that it's sacred, and we right. teach them how important and what that it means. is, yes, it's not some weird. When we say sacred, we don't mean some weird. Right. No. <laughs> Meaning it should be created, it should be done in a place of it's honor, respect, honor, respect and love. And in relationship. In relationship. In relationship is key. Um, and and there's there's a certain level of responsibility, mm -hmm. both relationship-wise and spiritually, that should be honored and respected if you're going to enter that arena. Um, and if not, then you are, well, hmm, yeah, it's a mess. Right. Um, so that that could be one because I know that's something people have asked of mm -hmm. me to to speak on. Especially well, and for then young if you adults. have a theological view that that the original sin is passed down through sex, which is a very common view, ran into a, a group recently, um, actually a Catholic group that thinks that way, a very large group, big following in Europe. And um, it comes starts all the way back with Augustine, and that's a whole conversation that we can talk about. Right. Um, so, uh, did what, I make you uncomfortable when I started talking about sex? No, I just had so many jokes, and I know our audience would not appreciate my jokes. So, but listen, this I, is candid conversation. Well, when you said "is sex okay. dirty," I was gonna say, "Well, I hope so." So, but so. <laughs> so. So to finish off, l let me just say this. Oh my God, Mike, my, mom, my mom can never listen to this. Mike has a very sarcastic mm. sense of humor, okay? Mm. Sometimes- sarcasm is not a fruit of the spirit. It, it's not in the list, but it's also not in the list of the fruit of flesh either. So um, mm. there's appropriate and there's inappropriate the and there's funny, okay? So, so I wanna give Mike a little bit of liberty to just say things that are funny. And if you're one who gets offended or you're very religious, then this is not going to be the podcast for you because we're going to be real raw and authentic. We're gonna ask really tough questions. We're gonna have really tough conversations, awkward conversations, um, and we're going to be honest. We are not, this podcast is not about being theologically correct. We're not discussing like, this is not a teaching podcast. This is a conversation that Mike and I have. We may talk about theology and doctrine and teachings, but this is this is not where we we're coming for teaching. If you want teaching, then you go to the Authentic Faith Podcast, follow all the Jesus House stuff. This is just 
a husband and wife sharing candid conversations that we have about tons of topics. So some may oh, be- Oh, there's gonna be a lot of good teaching in that though. Yes, there will be. But th we are a Christian couple. Mm -hmm. We follow okay? Christ. We follow Christ. We love Jesus. We love the church. We love community. We love serving. Okay, we love to learn and talk about God. But this podcast is going to be about anything and everything that's real and part of this life. So we may talk, we may have an episode where we talk about politics and it's gonna be our opinion. And if you get offended and you don't like it, then just turn it off and go to the next episode or, or stop listening. Like this is for those people who yeah. just wanna be entertained, listen to conversation, intelligent conversation where there's two people who are who are talking and listening sometimes we agree sometimes we don't but it's just it's just a chat it's a huge challenge for anybody to especially in the topic of politics sex theology mm -hmm. um holding a level of enough honor love and respect for one another to disagree in those areas and still walk together is a huge challenge yeah and it's it's still a challenge for me for like, me too because it kind of like, changes how you see people yeah it changes how you see people how you feel about people how much you want to interact with people um but i've got friends like that i interact with and we are could not be more <laughs> different i've got yes. jewish friends i've got hard hardcore fundamental friends okay um, I'm not calling anybody by name right now. I've got crazy futurist friends. I've got crazy prophetic friends. We have atheist um, friends. I've got atheist <laughs> friends. I've got, yeah, I've got friends that hate Christians. Right. And how do I manage that relationship? And some Christians be like, oh, you're going against God even being friends with them. And I'm like, no. Jesus sat at table with a bunch of people that were considered sinners and everyone always says well he didn't become like one of them nobody's saying that you need to become like no them. i'm still a lover nobody of jesus is and a saying of jesus, no matter that what you have to be do. best friends with them right but what we're saying is that you are called to be an influence in their life to help them have a better life just like jesus did jesus came to earth and everywhere he went he did not reject anyone that wanted to come to him because he wanted them to have a better life and he had something they could have didn't didn't mean they walked with him everywhere didn't right. mean he invited them everywhere yeah. um you know he had his circles of friends he too. didn't make them all apostles right but the you know? point is that we are a couple who believes in jesus and we're not afraid to be offended and to offend yeah, we don't want to offend anyone, but if you get offended, you we're know, just having conversation. Again, I would challenge you. Look, just try to um, to to deal with that because mm -hmm. it's going to be a constant state of friction in your life, and it's going to lower your quality of life if you're that type of person. Well, yeah, because then you're going to be frustrated and angry all the time. Yeah. So, what would you say is is there a purpose to our podcast? Well, you know, I never stop teaching. So, yeah, I think you're going to learn things okay. in our podcast. It may be stuff about us that you probably shouldn't learn, but 
You are stuff that normal things. people wouldn't share. Okay. Um, I think you're gonna have fun. Hopefully, um, you may get frustrated. You may yell at us. You can send us all the notes and comments and tweet at us or whatever. I don't think I'm really. Yeah, We're I mean, not on Twitter. I, think I have I, to try actually. Twitter. I am. I think on Twitter. I am, but I have um, to. Get nobody active. tweets at me, but I, yeah. I think I am on Twitter. Because of the high school, I'm gonna have yeah, to get you on can Twitter. Truth mm. me or or Twitter me or Facebook, Instagram, whatever, you know, you can have your, you know, just add in your comments. Um, we're going to literally talk about everything. Yeah. So, um, and we may bring to... people in too. We may yeah, have people and, on And guests. we're not going to filter. So this is candid conversations. Um, we're not going to filter. We may be careful just to make sure we we're not crossing the line and like, You'd like being too much. Yeah, I'll, you know, I want to, I don't want to be vulgar or anything. Yeah, we don't want to be vulgar, but, but just know that we're going to be very, very authentic. Um, we're not, we're not going to pretend because anxiety, I always say this and I heard it from Ford Taylor and this is in my words, but anxiety and depression lives in the place between what you say you believe and what you actually believe. So, I try to live my life very authentically because I'd rather get to a place where I admit that my life isn't like scripture says and get closer to that than to pretend it's somewhere and then never be able to close the gap mm -hmm. because I'm not admitting it. So yeah, so our podcast, you'll be learning things. Uh, we're going to use what real, are we calling it? real life examples, just candid conversations with Mike and Andrea. Okay. Um, cool. I think something like that. It so if good. it's a different name by the time you listen to this, then whatever. Who cares? Who cares what it's called? I think we could call it Together We Sparkle, like that pillow in the background. Oh my gosh, wouldn't that be cool? Guys, should we should we call it that? Together we sparkle. Mm-hmm. Together we sparkle. Let's do it. Yeah, that might be cool. We'll Journey have to go back. We'll we'll have to go to the first episode Together to remember. Together we sparkle, and then what's that right above it? A and, journey of a thousand miles no, begins with this, one step. And so the journey begins. And so the journey begins. Yeah. Yeah, that might be good. So, like, Together we sparkle, and then and so the journey begins. One day when someone asks us how we came up with the yeah, name, there was a pillow. There was a pillow. <laughs> So there like, you go. Oh, hey, look at that pillow. Let's so, call it that right so, there. So guys, <laughs> so check this out. Right here, we just renamed the podcast. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's Together We Sparkle. Because mm -hmm. Together We Sparkle, mm -hmm. we're yeah. better together. Mm -hmm. Robin's going to love that. We can wear uh, um, oh my gosh. glitter. Oh my gosh. There's things I don't do and I don't wear glitter. I can wear some um, lipstick. Maybe. Like you did earlier. Mm. Don't tell them that. <laughs> I did that because I was messing around. It was right here. It was on her desk. I had lip gloss, I, and he was, was messing like, oh, around with the cool. kids, so he put it on. Yeah. All right, guys. I still, so I still have a little bit on. I think <laughs> it looks pretty good. It's a, it's a nice color. So, so get ready because this is just episode one. Mm -hmm. um, feel free to send us your topics, uh, what you'd like for us to talk about. Yeah. Where should we have them send it to? Should we have them send it to my email? Well, not mine. I'm terrible at that. Okay. So if you have comments, topics that you want us to uh, to cover, yes, questions. Yes, we want that. I need some direction. Give me some topics. Give me some stuff to talk about. I don't care what it is. Yeah, we'll just we'll figure Fishing. out the we'll figure out the order. Yeah, Mike likes to fish. Yeah. I'm a runner, um, and I love fitness. If I'm running, you all should be running too. 
That so somebody's chasing. Send it to hello at andreajohn.com. So hello that's it. at andreajohn.com. Hello at andreajohn.com. We're not going to create like, what was that again? Together we sparkle. Together we sparkle. Email. Should we? Well, I mean, we might as well. I don't need another. Maybe, maybe if y'all like our podcast and it grows, so don't forget to share and subscribe and like it. Um, we'll create an email. But right now, just go to hello at andrewjohn.com or you can message us on Facebook or Instagram and let us know the topics you want us to cover if you haven't already done so, because some people already have. And All that's right. it. Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining. And we will see you along the ride. This just starts with one step. And so the journey begins. Mm -hmm. Bye, guys.